Money in itself is one of the biggest reasons that marriages fall apart. Oh, yeah. Did you know that? And I can tell why. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> so you stole from her and yeah. made money out of what you stole. <laughs> Great. And then we feel bad and we give the money to the church. When I was younger, I was useless with money, right? End of conversation. <laughs> and I remember three days where I literally had like £1.50. Oh, the visa was so expensive. So the visa, expensive. Yeah, in total, did I mention yeah. the cost? Yeah. I've probably spent, but I absolutely hate debt. here and it feels good it feels good to be back doing one together doesn't it oh finally after fighting <laughs> after what fights yeah we've had so many fights now we we've had it well, i mean we're literally training for the ufc yeah we're literally in the <laughs> ufc and it feels good to be there you know we're we're doing well we have had a, had a few but with every good thing comes a good argument or six which are ten <laughs> or ten <laughs> Just take it, just take it to the next level. Like that is what it's all about. You know what I mean? It's fun. How your pod, last podcast went really well, didn't it? Mm. With Tally? Mm. Yes, yeah. really good. We were talking about forgiveness mm. with Spanish. a with a psychologist. Psychology is really good. She mm. is really clever. Yeah. yeah, really good, really good. And I was talking about Christian men with Jorge. Mm -hmm. That was really good as well. Really valuable to talk about some good content. So if you haven't seen that already, you can go back and watch that. What do you reckon? Would you advise that? Yes. Good. Watch it. It's really good. How have you been for the last couple of weeks? I've been ill. <laughs> no, I, to you be honest, been Ill, I've been you? ill. Yeah, yes. We've got some new cream. Ah, uh, yes, I have some new cream. Some new face have cream that we've been experimenting it's with. It's a lifting. <laughs> it is well, it says. <laughs> it lifts your spirits, not your face. Yeah, it's so we're like... going to put the before and after of my cream. Yeah, so this is what we look like now, and in 10 days, this is real we're going to look fantastic. Ah, uh, yeah, this is like the before and 10 days we're going to show. Yeah, we're going to look delicious. <laughs> that's the source new that's, word. That's my, that's my new word. Like We went to Northern Ireland and mm. suddenly he was like, everything, Thea, oh, yeah. you're my delicious Thea. Thea is my little delicious, <laughs> and I don't mind that. I'm here that for it. That was really funny. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Right, well... Today we're here, and I'm glad. I'm glad we're here. We've had some exciting weeks, some exciting, exciting progression for the for the podcast. We've been talking yes. to some guys that we want to bring on in the future, so that's quite exciting. I'm exciting for what the future holds for this podcast. Today we decided that we're going to talk about money and managing money mm -hmm. because actually managing money or the lack of management or not enough money is one of money in itself is one of the biggest reasons that marriages fall apart oh yeah did you know that and i can tell why why <laughs> <laughs> what do you no, mean it's... <laughs> no it's just because because everyone has a different point of view so yeah, that's yeah. what we're going to talk about that's what we're going to talk about, about our marriage about yeah. finances 
finances about what we've been through with finances and so much fights with finance we've been through the, the valleys we've been through the rivers we've been through the marshmallow like there's been so much that we've yeah. been through with this with this, with this mar marriage with this marriage but we're not talking about marriage today. we're talking about money, the money. Right? yeah so, but money is a big thing and i thought the way we the best way to start would be to talk about how like how we came into viewing money for ourselves as individuals when right so i think sure, sure. yeah you start Bye. so you're gonna tell me right and, and bear well, let's go start you know when you're old enough to manage money and then finish just before you got married and what you know where you saw money and maybe how that changed over time hit us with what you thought about money and how money's when, worked for you so mm -hmm. i started working when i was 18 mm -hmm. but before that we used to have like small okay. businesses who did well my sister and i <laughs> no, is it selling squirrels honestly yes we were right. selling barbie's clothes really yes really? at school if oh, titi wow. is listening to this podcast titi was my first client she's my best friend you were selling i was barbie's 10 clothes. years old and we were making barbie clothes and we were selling you were them. 17 years old i was 10 years oh, okay, old. okay 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 all right thank you but even at 10 nobody had barbies at 10 well yes i did wow we, we live in a different society now kids with 10 years old they think that they're teenagers when they're not yeah you need to live every you need to live with barbie don't you? yeah so Barbie's important <laughs> what about for that kids? is such a good question <laughs> that is such a good question thank no. you so much i was so focused on barbie <laughs> we but didn't ken, have much creativity for ken pedro's just said <laughs> what about for ken I, oh, Ken just walks. Ken just apparently is just meant to go around naked. I reckon. Did you make clothes for Ken? No. Pedro would be really angry with you. I don't know why. This is a really silly story, but mm -hmm. my mom never never buy Ken frocks because she said that she didn't want us to play with Barbies and kids, mm. <laughs> like to be boyfriend and girlfriend, just Barbies. Wow. That's that is a uh, deprived upbringing. <laughs> anyway, talk but about that was, that was my first, first thing. Yeah. And then with my cousins, we were to my auntie's house mm -hmm. and we took all the apples mm -hmm. and mangoes mm -hmm. and mandarins from the trees. Mm -hmm. And then we put them in a basket and we yeah. went to the street and sell yeah. <laughs> outside the house. Solid. And without her permission. Okay. Yes. And so you stole from her. And yeah. make money out of what you stole. Great. <laughs> and then we felt bad and we give the money to the church. Wow. <laughs> Just to don't feel too bad. Wow. Gracias, Pedro Pablo. Thank you. Pedro said, uh, I love you guys. Keep up the good work. Keep reaching out for people. It is much needed during this time. That's appreciated. Thank you so much. We love you guys. And Juliana said, Acosta said, Llega mi nani. <laughs> Llega mi nani. Yes. Um, sorry, carry on. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I started working when I was 18. Mm -hmm. No, 19. Mm -hmm. That was my first job. Mm -hmm. And it was actually in English. I was working in a call center. Yeah. Yeah. So That's I good. think at the beginning with money, I was just thinking, yes, I finally have a job. Let's spend it all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So when you had it, you spent it all. Because it was there to be had. Yeah. Okay. At the right. beginning. Yeah. And then what happened? 
And then I had to pay for my uni. So mm -hmm. I was paying like almost most of my money went to uni. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you changed jobs. So as you progressed. Oh, to, yes. And then I, and then I start, and then I start growing up. <laughs> I keep growing up. But what does that mean in regards to your finances? You, you were growing up, but what did that mean? What changed for your money? Um, well, then I started thinking about priorities in life when okay. I finished uni. So I started like putting money for something. Always mm -hmm. like, I always like to put money for the church mm -hmm. just to make the, it's something that is my priority in life mm -hmm. to build like God's kingdom on earth. Mm -hmm. So I always want to keep putting into that. Mm -hmm. And then, and then we got married. So we mm -hmm. started saving to get married. Great. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you can stop there, I guess, because that's that takes us up to a nice point. And so what I'll do then is I'll talk about where my kind of money has led me up to when we get when I got married. Mm -hmm. Right. When I was younger, I was useless with money. Right. End of conversation. <laughs> Absolutely useless with money. When I had it, I would spend it. I always wanted things that were. Um, not even expensive. I just found a way to spend money. Um, I was always quite, been quite privileged in the way I've been brought up. Um, so we had, I worked from young though, you know, I got a job. I got first paper round delivering newspapers to people's houses. I had 14 papers to deliver every day. I was meant to be in at six o'clock to, to pick up the papers, to go and get them delivered. Right. How old Six o'clock. Um, 16. And then you went to school? Like 15 or 16, probably. Yeah, but my friends lived on the road that I used to deliver the papers at. So it was mm. it was really amazing. Right, perfect job. And it used to, they used to pay me £18 a week for basically walking to school. Yeah. I know. Because you have to walk there anyway. <laughs> That's what I mean. I would have to walk there anyway. But I just had to say, oh, guys, just wait, wait for me a second. I'll just go and do this paper, do this paper. So I had the money when I was younger. Um, I remember using my first uh, load of Christmas money. So I had all this money saved up from when I was Christmas to go to, where did I go? Austria was my first skiing. We went skiing and I basically used all my money to go skiing, which is a bit, of, a bit ridiculous, really, looking mm. back at it. But um, that was what I used my money for. So, yeah, and then as I got older, I started to appreciate money a little bit more. Although I went through a time, the biggest thing that stands out to me, I guess, was when I was living with Nathan um, in, in, we were sharing with Nathan and I had a time in my life, I can't remember the situation at the time, but money was tight. I was working, but money was tight. And I remember three days where I literally had like £1.50. I know what happened is when you came back from Guatemala. So you yeah, didn't have any yeah, money yeah. and you were waiting for your first check. Yeah, that was yeah. right. That was right. Okay, so I've skipped a bit, really. I went and did a DTS with YWAM. Uh, that cost me probably four or five thousand pounds that I'd had saved up. And then I came back and it was like travel. I didn't really care about saving money for the long run. And then I came back and then I went to Guatemala a few times. Went and lived out in Guatemala, and that was just using money again. Mm -hmm. There was no real idea of saving for the future. I was probably 20, 24. Is that right? No, you got married when you were 24. Yeah, okay. I was probably 21 when we first moved out to Guatemala, mm -hmm. but I was mm -hmm. back. You were really young. Yeah, I was really young. 
or 22, something like that. And I would keep going back and forth to Guatemala, which of course is expensive. You're talking 500, 600 pounds a ticket every single time. And then of course you're planning for a wedding and everything like that. So we didn't, and then the visa, like the visa. Oh, the visa was so expensive. The so visa, expensive. yeah, in total, I mentioned, yeah. I mentioned our cost. Yeah. I've probably spent, we've probably spent £10,000 on 10, the two pounds. visas we've done. Just we've still got visas. another one left. But yeah, you, you see, some money just goes out of the pan. We could have put um, that into the pottage of the house. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. But again, yeah. that's that's a life decision. And I think we'll come back to those. We'll come back to important life decisions that we've made mm. that have an effect on our today. Yeah. And so, yeah, we saved and we got married and we did amazing things. And that, that was it, really. So that's a good place to come to. But you would say, I would say you're... And would you agree with me here when you say when you've got money, you kind of tend to be on the spend it side rather than the save it side? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm more on the spend. Yeah. Yeah. But now, because I've spent, <laughs> I spent all my money before, I'm much more on the save it side mm -hmm. more than the spend it side, which is really interesting. And that was a discipline I learned while I was going through those Guatemala times, traveling back and forth. I knew there was no way I could get out to Guatemala unless I saved money. Mm. And so I got into a really good habit. I was probably saving something like 800 pounds a month. It was just going, you know, probably half of my salary was just going into savings. Yeah. And I learned that actually, if I want something, I've got to put aside for it. Yeah. Um, but also on my DTS, going to the other side of the world and seeing how a little amount of money in our eyes can change people's lives mm -hmm. also made me realize the value of money. So for two reasons, I drastically changed the way I looked at money and I saved a lot and I looked at saving a lot because mm -hmm. I realised about, you know, about the future and what we can go forward and do. Mm -hmm. And I never wanted to be in that position where that pound fifty would have to get me through three days. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't, I said to myself, I would never be in that situation again. Mm. I always compare everything mm -hmm. with a trip to Italy. <laughs> Of how you can manage money. For example, mm -hmm. you can buy something like we can buy nice things, mm -hmm. but you also what Stuart was saying, like how far your money can go. Mm -hmm. And I always think if I buy this meal for thirty pounds, thirty pounds is the same price of a ticket to Italy. Yeah. So I prefer to save this thirty pounds to go to Italy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of buying a meal that is 25 pounds or something like yeah yeah and we've done it we've, we go out yeah. we like we like it occasionally i love eating out because i don't like cooking yeah that's true that's true we do that but we don't do it very often I no think. not really no. but we do do it occasionally but i guess that's the thing is what, what the point we're trying to make here is that we both came into our marriage at completely different ends of the spectrum and i would say yeah quite would you agree in saying quite extreme ends i was really save 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 you yeah. were kind of spend because there's no point in saving yeah but let me tell you why yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah well but i feel like my brother ramiro mm -hmm. he is really good with money mm -hmm. he really really good i remember we were very young and our parents used to give us money mm -hmm. i was six years old but even yeah. when i was six my dad used to put even before that, like five years old, four mm. years old, my, my mom and dad yeah. used to give us some money for the week. So every week they give, okay, this is the money for the week or for the month. 
and then so that we start managing money yeah, from a very young money. age. Mm-hmm. And Ramiro was very good, mm-hmm. very, very good. He used to buy some things and then sell it more expensive at school mm-hmm. <laughs> and then save all the money, mm-hmm. save all the money, save all yeah. the money. But and then when I was there, I was when I was just giving my mom the money because I wanted us to buy a house, mm-hmm. a really nice house. So I was yeah. telling my mom, this is the money for that. Mm-hmm. But then my dad died when I was six years old. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, life is too short. And I wish my dad, he was working all the time. Yeah. And yes, we enjoy the money and yeah. we travel a lot. And there wasn't a thing that my dad wouldn't give me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but he always gave us everything that we wanted. But I wish he could work less mm. and Have spend more time with you guys. Yes, more mm-hmm. time traveling and all of this. Mm. So I think that's why I'm on the yes, let's save, but also let's enjoy. Because for example, I said this is tour now. Yeah. If we don't travel now then with the years we're going to have kids then we're going to be very busy then mm. we're going to do a lot of things and we're yeah. never going to have this time just you and me yeah to enjoy traveling yeah do you know but you were very and you're right i wasn't going to say to you talk about this when you're talking about how you got to this place financially mm. and i wasn't going to say you talk about the death of your your, your dad but that is a key thing like you've got to remember in these situations that you're like that very much so because of what happened. Yeah, like something that happened has meant meant to you, meant to you, okay, life's too short to save money because like, you know, you saw somebody's life be taken. Mm. And so, yeah, like that's totally understandable. But like where I was coming at it from was like, oh, I, I know that life doesn't happen unless we can save. So we came at it from two two different extremes. Nay, on the on the let's spend most of it, save a little bit. I was on to let's save everything, spend a little bit. <laughs> and so we very much had to come into this, into this with you know finding balance. Mm-hmm. And that has taken time, hasn't it? Yes. A lot of time. Mm-hmm. But I think it's actually amazing. What Nanny does is encourage encourages me to spend more for today. But what I hope that no. And you encourage me yeah, to save. This is good. For the yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry yeah. on. Tell them. Tell yeah, them. we practice this before. <laughs> <laughs> tell them. Tell no, them. but really, that yeah. Been a good I think that's something very good because I feel oh. like when you're looking to marry someone or when you're looking for someone, you think I want the person to be exactly the same, yeah. and then you get married and you come to these arguments and you yeah. think maybe I made the wrong decision because yeah. this person is not the same yeah. and it's absolutely normal. In fact, it's mm-hmm. a lot better if mm-hmm. you marry someone that is different than yeah. you because then yeah. where you balance each other. Yeah, yeah. We haven't all got it all together as individuals, but actually yes. some people can come in and make us better. We just mm-hmm. need to be prepared for that. Yeah. So how, let's talk about the first thing, before we talk about methods in which we used and are using yeah before we talk about that let's talk about debt d-e-b-t i don't know why it's got a b in it but it's got a b debept all right debt let's talk about the word debt what do you think i think about debt go that never getting to that why because never never do it (laughs) but are you on board with that or what do you think about that 
No, I also don't like it. Okay. My mom right. always teaches me to yeah. don't. Yeah. Even the Bible says mm. don't <clears throat> get into yeah. debt. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. So I absolutely hate debt. And this is something that has been brought like from from when I was very young. My parents have always been like, if you can't afford it don't buy it as in if you haven't got the money to buy it because that's what afford it means it means i've got the money to be able to buy something then don't buy it at all so if you're so basically what i'm against is financing cars i'm against uh financing everything phone con mm -hmm. like real like phone contracts really like where you're paying something like 50 pounds for an iphone that's worth you know 500 pounds you know it's pointless because all you're doing is is putting your you're like you're setting yourself up for for a future of just paying someone else back and you talked about the bible the, the bible says you're a slave to the debtor <clears throat> yeah. a slave to the debtor yeah you're a slave. so you basically are a slave to the person you owe the money to at the end so afterwards if you get yourself into a car finance for three years that car is not yours until at the end of the three years so ultimately if something happens to you in those three years you know, that person gets that car back or or whatever the setup would be. But effectively, it's not yours until you've finished paying it off. Whereas if you save up for the car that you want, it's yours straight away. You've been disciplined enough. Mm. And there's a there's a lesson we all learn in discipline from paying off, saving up for something and saying, I've worked hard for this. Mm. I've saved hard for this and now I'm going to buy it. Yes, and it's always not the easiest thing because, of course, you want the things now mm. or the society pressure. You know, I've never felt that like, mm, no, that's not true. Maybe sometimes I feel like that society pressure, but yeah. not as much as like <clears throat> you tell me some spirits in here, you know, like people judge for the car you use mm. or the car. Oh, that person have money because they're driving this car. And it's not like, yeah. you know, but I feel also like, um, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good... It's like, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I forgot what I was going to say, but I remember. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I feel like it is um, also saving for something. It mm. might not be the best because you want, oh, I want it now, I want it yeah, now. Yeah. But it will also like make your character stronger. Yeah. And it will teach you about patience and about all of these things. Mm. It will make, put character on you. Yeah. There yeah. are some things when I said to Stuart, like for example, a house. Yeah. You're not gonna wait so, until so you save good, for all the things. That's a good point, I think. Pedro says, I agree with not having debt, but there is good debt, like buying a house. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? That is a very good point. So, and I'm glad you've raised this. So, first of all, I don't, I don't, good, good debt is a bit for me. It's like, I am, no debt, hang on, hang on. No debt is a good debt, is my line. Although there are debts in which we have to take on, but I would still try and get out of that debt as fast as possible. So, for example, someone might be saving up for a car and they, they might be saving up for it and they want a certain car, right? I'm not against anybody that wants a certain car that let's say they want uh, 5,000, like I was going to go into like 50,000 quetzales. Yeah. 50. 50 mil quetzales. Ah, yeah. So you're saving up for this car and you get to 20 and your current car goes, goes, 
completely bust, right? And and actually, you've got you've not got enough for the cheapest car. Does, does this matter? What I'm saying. So, for example, if you've got fifty, like five thousand pounds, would be fifty thousand quetzales, right? And you're 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 saving up for this car, but actually, you can't get a car, let's say, for less than twenty five thousand. But you want the fifty thousand one. And you've only got 20,000, so you've still got to wait 5,000. I agree in that situation with taking on that small amount of debt to pay for the first car that you can get, for the cheapest car that you can get. Although what I would say to people is you want to get out of that debt as fast as possible because you are a slave to the debtor for for longer. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. I agree. So you're you're in that you're in that situation but i but i we will eventually go into a situation where like buying a we house have to buy a house you cannot wait yeah well let's let's save because yeah. we're not gonna get into debt and yeah. let's save until we have the money to buy a house yeah. <laughs> then when you were 70 you never had a house yeah and, yeah yeah you know but I, yeah debt house is a good one because i think it's something yeah. we're all gonna have to get into or, or if, if if you can do that what do you, you think about Debt, but something that you well this is how i, I think mm-hmm. that i think like like if you're going to get into debt but something that you know that you can pay so for example you know that you have the money and yeah. that will not keep your monthly thing too too tight why are you laughing because <laughs> we've talked about this recently so you're not gonna get like you know that you have the money to pay it back yeah so so i would just say so for example, it depends like the a need plan, doesn't it a fund, a fund plan. plan yeah i i yeah. agree in getting a fund plan yeah because it's something that you need and if it's something that you can pay monthly it's okay so so i think the biggest thing with money as well i'm just going to take the time to talk about this is making sure you know the difference between a need and a want at what is a need and what is a want right and so you need to make sure that you know okay this is a need you know like maslow's hierarchy of needs you're talking about shelter you're talking about water you're talking about food they are needs Mm -hmm. a phone contract it's a need it is a need (laughs) if you're talking about the rolling services of the phone contract Mm. it's not a need when you're talking about i want the iphone 11 that's not the need and and so you need to distinguish okay right the need is having a phone but the need isn't having the best phone that's a want i need a I need a good phone. No, no, no. No, no, no. Listen, no. Because <laughs> because I don't have a professional camera to take the photos okay. and the videos yeah. for my small business. Yes. Okay. So it's it's something like an investment <laughs> because I will need it, you know. It's not like mm. I can get any phone because I need a yeah. phone with a mm. good camera to take good photos because that is my yeah. way of selling. But I think it's it's a want, but it's a want for a good reason. Like you've got your business, a and it's a good. One. It's a good cause to to say what you to to say what you say. Um, sorry to say. Okay, I want to use it for my business. I think that's absolutely a great thing to do. Um, but it's still a want. I think need. When you think about, do I need this? Probably not. But I can if, do the business without it, but it does better my business. But so not really, because if I have really bad photos, no one will buy. 
Yeah, yeah, but but that's why it's a it's a want because you think it's going to get better. Anyway, I mean that's that you need to figure out. For this is you, how you disagree. No, no, it's good though. It's good. <laughs> it is good, and you raise a good point because the next point I would say is that actually, what's a need and a want for each and every one of us can be different. Mm. So you can say, okay, I want to do this, and I want to raise a successful, um, you know, really from the bottom start a successful business and move up and grow that and actually the need is the need is high um so let's let's answer let's look into this one right that is that is called building your credit at least here in the us um sorry so that's another thing yeah ramiro told me that also in korea Mm. because my brother was living in south korea yeah but he's living in england now yeah and he told me (laughs) He told me that they have credit cards also to build their credit. Yeah. So if they want to buy a house, they need mm. to have a history of a good credit. Yes. Is it the same in here in England? It is. It is. But you can get um, you can get in a way, Pedro. I would I would advise that you um, read or listen Join us to <laughs> to listen to Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey is an American. He would be able to tell you um, that actually in the States you can get, and, the, and in the UK as well, you can get what's called a manual underwriting. And what it is, is there is this kind of false kind of belief that the only way that we can afford a house is via is via um, credit, credit as such. And so credit is built by going into debt and paying off the debt. That's how credit is built. You first take on a debt. If you've, if you're always in positive, you don't build good credit. You build good credit by going into debt and paying off the debt. That's how a credit card works. So it starts on zero. You then spend. You go into debt. You then pay the debt back, and you go into credit card cards. The problem with the credit card is that it encourages people to spend more money. And studies would show, especially in America, studies would show that someone with a credit card over having more of having cash would spend more money. So when it comes to buying a house, we're told that actually you need credit in order to buy a house. And that might be the way you do things. You might, you might have a good credit score, you might buy a house. But it isn't the only way that someone can buy a house. And it's called manual underwriting. So I would get, I would maybe search it, but but also I would advise that you listen to someone like David Dave Ramsey, who writes a book, he's written a book on it, where he talks about getting out of debt. This is for anybody actually, Dave Ramsey is fantastic because he sets up steps. I think there's six steps he's got where he talks people through getting out of the situation they're in in order to win with money. So anyway, financial uh, manual underwriting is something where you go to somebody else to prove that you would be able to move forward. So it's not dependent so much on your past. It's more dependent on the contract that you've got. So very similar like when you rent, when you go and rent a property, you go to them and you show them, I can pay this because I'm in a job. Here's proof that I will be able to pay it in the future. And that's it. And that's what you need for manual underwriting. And somebody... And what if they said to you, mm. well, yes, you have a proof that you have this, but mm. you don't... How do we know that you pay things back if you don't have a record of paying things back? Well, there's not... You're not, you're not paying from a place of debt you're paying from i think from going but forward. for example i can say this is my mm. job 
but yeah. there isn't any job that is eternal you know if you don't have a contract for 10 years how yeah. can they prove that you that you are going to pay them if you are if you don't have like a history mm. of fame yeah it, it's it's because i guess the thought process is this unfortunately the they are making money out of your debt so so the amount of people the credit card system works effectively to make money they make money off you being bad with money right so what they tell you is you have to get into debt to pay it back right so when you pay it and then you, you struggle they know that they know that you spend more money with a credit card they know that <clears throat> they know that actually it's working about working for something you've already done that it's easier to spend money with a credit card they know that studies show that we spend more money with a credit card they also know that you're more likely when you get to payday to have to work paycheck to paycheck they know this they're more clever than this to they be want to to have get it. Us in their they want to basically keep people <laughs> in a cycle right and the problem with this is yes you are right they're looking at okay have you paid a debt before but manual underwriting and the encouraging thing about it is that it's not looking at people for the past it's looking about what they can afford to go forward with mm. not they not as we do. Savings accounts also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be able to check your finances. Will you be? Able, you might have something like somebody else would sign on your behalf, so it would come to somebody else. Or just a Jesus baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the. <laughs> and if you look into it biblically, Did Jesus paid it all. Jesus paid it all. So there's no reason anyone should be getting into debt. You know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's. I hope that's helped. Um, but uh, but Dave Ramsey would be able to help you more, especially. We in... read that book, and it really helped us. Yeah, because at the beginning of the marriage, we were like, I was, I was on the side of no, Stuart, let's spend money because we mm. can't be in the house all the time yeah. because we're never gonna get this time back. And then the Stuart was, let's save, save, save. And then yeah. this book is really good because it says if you're a if, I, think, I even think that it says something about a new couple or not a new marriage yeah and it says like this is a way you can separate your finances yeah. so with store we have yeah. uh like different accounts yeah. so even thea has an account yeah. so anytime that we have a problem with thea yeah we're not worried about oh what are we gonna do or yeah. where are we gonna get this money because every month if, even if you put just a little bit into some mm. different things mm. Thea has her own money and is covered for anything that she might need. So I guess what we had to do, and that's a really good segue into where we're going, is that what we had to do is decide what was important for us. So mm. what we're saying is it's, it was great to go, right, okay, we need, there's a, there's more travel on our in our lives. And than, one of our priorities. And it's one of our priorities. So, and, and traveling is expensive, you know. If we have to go off to Guatemala, mainly Nanny, if Nanny needs to go off to Guatemala, there needs to be 600 pounds that we've got from somewhere that goes into this. Now, yes, you can go up and put it on a credit card and sort it later, but I don't want to put it on a credit card. I'd rather rather sort it there and then, right? So every month, that's we have a pot for travel, right? And so what's, what, what, what we would advise after seeing it work so well with us is creating a pot for whatever you value. So I was talking to somebody yesterday no uh last sunday and he was talking about the fact he loves cars and i'm saying absolutely like if you love cars no one can judge you for what you love that could it could even be a negative thing it could be i want 
for like takeaways. But as long as you are saying, I am telling this money where to go, then that's the main thing. Instead Rather of the money, money, the money telling, telling you. you. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't control money, money will control you. And I think we should engage with that idea mm. on a monthly basis, like at least, because what you need to do is a, is tell every pound where it's going. Mm -hmm. And if it is going to, you know, if you're not, if you're going out clubbing, if you're going and doing that, decide, like we're just talking about money here, but decide how much you're going with and don't take your card with you and bring just, just bring cash and spend. If it is on takeaways and you go, okay, I want to spend £30, spend £30, but don't go, oh, I'll just have a bit of this and a bit of that because you'll spend more money. And if you want to win with money, tell the money where it's going and don't let the money tell you. Mm -hmm. So what we've done effectively, that you've really good to raise, was created a pot for everything that we wanted to save for. Mm -hmm. So one is travel. Another one is Thea. Thea has her own bank account with us. It sounds silly, but it's it means... It's our dog, that, Thea, but, if you don't... Yeah, <laughs> yes. But it means that actually the... We don't have to worry if something happens. Don't need to worry. Just, we, we just went to... We need to buy new, things for her. Yeah. We just went to Northern Ireland like two weeks ago or three weeks ago. A month ago. A month yeah. ago. <laughs> it goes so fast. Um, we just went to, to Northern Ireland and we had to get a travel certificate and it was £170. And the, the, the great thing, especially as a guy, because money worries me, as in like, I know some people don't worry about, I think men are probably more inclined to worry about money than women. Maybe maybe you're different, but it's certainly the case in our, in our situation. I manage the money in our house. You manage other things, um, like my behaviour. Well, we both have access yeah. to the... To all oh, the oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's but but basically, like, I'll set it up and make sure that we're going, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too hard love to do a bank account, <clears throat> and then just too hard, too hard. Just why don't we just save in one account? But now I understand, and it's good. It is really, I didn't good. understand at the beginning because it was like, let's say, for this, 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 and this, and this, and this. So at the end, it was all the money everywhere. Yeah, we've probably got about 10 bank accounts, yes. Yeah. But it's but, good because... And it's named. So if yeah. I know, okay, I get paid. And as soon as I get paid, I know how much is going into each account. Mm -hmm. and so I'm telling money where to go on a month-to-month -month basis. And it's good because it's so easy to want to eat, like, takeaways all the time. Mm. But then if you put the money in different pots, then you say, okay, yeah. this is what I have for takeaways and that's yes. it. Yes. Yeah. 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 And a future, a future self, a future version of yourself will thank you for those disciplines that you're creating. Now, we are talking a lot about savings and having money left over. I think it's also important to, to acknowledge that not everybody will feel like that. Not everybody will get to the end of the month and feel like they've got money left over. Mm-hmm. What would you say to somebody in that situation? Yeah, I remember I was in that situation for a lot of years when mm -hmm. I was in at uni. Okay. I literally have to pay because my uni was so expensive mm. and I have to pay almost like more than half of my salary yeah. to pay the uni. And the, the rest was just pay for the gas and just to pay for other things. Mm. But even like 10 quetzales is literally one pound. Yeah. I was saving like just one pound, just yeah. put it aside. Even if it's just one pound, yeah, yeah. even if it's just one euro, one yeah. dollar, just yeah. to put that one aside. Yeah. 
yeah that's good that's yeah. good and and that <clears throat> that attitude of saving increases so i set up a bank account a long time ago and i put five pounds a week in that account it was not until i like realized that i didn't miss that five pounds every week that i started i upped it to six pounds seven pounds eight pounds and it gradually it got bigger and as i saw it get bigger i wanted to put more into it so that attitude of being able to save was enhanced you know while i watched and while i realized that it didn't affect my life although it may affect some people so maybe just stick at that two pounds a week whatever it whatever it is judging someone i'm going to use a running analogy because i know some people love running analogies but here you go judging people for what they do on the outside is a bit like watching a runner in the street and saying i could beat him i could beat her i could beat him not knowing where that person is at with their run that could person could have just walked outside their door could be running at a really slow pace just to get warmed up you don't know how fast they are mm. but i do it all the time i do it all the time <laughs> because it makes nanny laugh because we're in the car and i'm like oh, i beat him i beat her <laughs> and it makes nanny laugh i do it all the time but i thought about it and i thought actually judging people from the outside like that is bad is 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 bad and it's it's so wrong i only do it for a bit of a, a laugh but we should never do it because we don't know we but we kind of naturally do we judge people about what, from what car they drive what, what they what clothes they wear. they wear all of these things but it's the, exactly the same it's exactly the same as looking at someone that's running in the street and judging them based on the speed they're going mm -hmm. at and also people use money in different ways exactly like some people prefer to use their money their priority might be like eating out having maybe, nice meals maybe, and maybe. that's their priority yeah, well, and then someone else might say well my priority is just travel yeah. and they never go out and eat with their friends yeah or maybe they they go out but they don't buy like yeah. a full meal they just buy like a something smaller yeah. because they're saving for traveling yeah, so yeah. every person is different and also things take time don't they yeah like it's it's we expect everything now and this young and the bible talks a lot about the longevity of things like really the going into like the long it's a, it's a long run like it talks about the marathon and the lot the long run and it's not just a it's not just a sprint but as young people we do think that we need the best things now and we fight for the best things now and actually if you've got the longevity the long-term race on your mind actually it doesn't matter what it all looks like now it just matters how does it fit into your plan like no you know i'm not it's not really worth telling people that we we spent money on visas or we spend money on this we know that we've got to save for visa we know that we've got to send money for travel and this is expensive stuff as you know so it means that every month we put money aside in order that when it comes round, especially the visa it comes round every nice. two and a half years yeah. and it's like three thousand pounds like it's like we've got to have that money you know it's got to be it's got to be sat there waiting to go and i'd rather put aside i don't know 100 pounds or just over 100 pounds every month than worry about that in two and a half mm -hmm. half years you know be be faithful with the small in order to be fruitful with the large you know mm -hmm. so that's that's now, even the bible says i feel mm -hmm. like i love the bible because it gives us a lot of yes really? <laughs> it gives us a lot of like that verse that says like mm. he gave one thing and the person multiplied 
in more. Mm -hmm. So if you're faithful with the small, mm -hmm. God will reward you with more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good it's a good biblical principle to look after the one thing that we have in order that you know God would trust us with more if we're faithful. And and so in the, in the same way, you know, it's looking after what we've got in our house first, sorting our own priorities first in order mm -hmm. to to then go and help out other people. So and with that. I think, is there anything else you want to kind of, I think we've done quite well to cover what we've covered. Um, mm -hmm. But I think it's just important. Like we're not experts at this. Don't get me wrong. We're not experts. We're still learning. We're still we learning all the time. The whole maybe. idea of the podcast is just to talk about it whilst we're, whilst we're going about it. And also just to feel identified mm. in some things. Because I have yeah. like some friends that get married mm. and then suddenly it's like, I feel like for everyone, you get married and then you're like, wow, there's just a whole new world of new things and yeah. new things that you need to learn. Yeah. And it's important to know that we're all learning together in this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it is a big, it's a big thing that once you make those small changes, like I say, that five pounds in that bank account, it grew and it grew and it grew mm -hmm. and it encouraged, it encouraged us so much where it was like, oh, okay, great. You know, we can add more to it and add more to it. And it, it's one of those things where it's just it's just something that we saw, you know, don't underestimate that that kind of week, putting something aside for a week. Because if you're doing that again and again and again, it, it builds up. It yes. builds up and it, it works. And actually, I don't think from a biblical standpoint, we're called to be poor. We're called to be good stewards of the things that we've got, and some people would give more, and some people would be in situations. I don't think it's good to be flashy and rich and uh, flashy in with money. And I need to show people that I've got this, this, and this. There's, there's a, but there's a, there's a balance, isn't there? Like you know, not being leaving yourself and your family without, and and being too showy and oh, I've got to show people I've got this, this, and this. There's a balance in between. But I think ultimately we're called to be good stewards of what we've got and look after our families and look after the wider church and the communities we live in. And we can't do that if we're, you know, we can't help anybody else unless we can help ourselves first, I guess, you know. So I think it's a really interesting one and it's one that's massively changed for us as a couple. We've worked, mm. we've worked hard and it might mean that you don't get things as fast as you want to get that might be something but what we do is we give up on behalf of the things you want to get in the future yes um i've had a bit of a reputation before for being tight with money especially when i came back from america and brazil bolivia i didn't want to spend money the same way again because i saw in these countries what money, what money can get you, what you can do with money, that from then on I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to spend money. And so people would call me tight, but it wasn't tight. It was that I knew what I wanted to do with that money. I knew what I can do with money. And I know that I've got other things to do, but I mm -hmm. think that should be your focus is not getting caught up on the ways of the world, but remaining a good steward of your funds and being focused on the task in hand at hand for you as an individual or a couple mm -hmm. what, do you think? Yeah. what do you think yes and i love this verse in the bible that says that um mm. <sighs> i don't know what my phone is Maybe. but it says like 
Let me see if I can find it. La parábola de los Like, it says like someone put a seed mm -hmm. and then the seed like multiply mm -hmm. and it talks about like the different type of people and mm -hmm. it says like some people receive the message of God and they give a lot of fruit and they stay with God but some others receive the fruit of like the word of God, receive what God was telling them. Mm -hmm. But then, <laughs> the worried, yeah, like the worried mm -hmm. of the world, like worrying about money or mm -hmm. worrying about all this lifestyle that the world tells us that we need to yeah. have in order to be cool or in order to be successful. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't have this and this by this time in your life, you're mm -hmm. not successful. All of that is, it just like destroy all the seeds yeah. and the words that God has put in us. Yeah, the the book um, the book from Dave Ramsey talks about the fact that he would have like CEOs of businesses come to him and say, "I get paid a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars, you know, every year, and at the end of the year, I don't know where it goes. If people are bad with money, it doesn't matter how much money we give them; they're still bad with money." But if people are good with money, they can take a salary that's a lot less and end up with a lot more of their salary still intact mm. than people. So I don't think we should get caught up on how much people get paid either. We're not mm. trying to, oh, we get paid this and we get paid that. That's not what this is about. It's about dealing with whatever we've got, mm. whatever that may be. And that might be the lowest of low salaries, might be the, the high, a really high salary. And actually, God's given you a lot. Go and use that fruitfully. Mm. But um, but I just think that whatever we can do, you know, if you can be good with money and you, you're on a low salary, you literally give yourself a pay rise because mm -hmm. you're better with it and you've got money left over at the end of the month. Yeah. And I think that's such an important and valuable discipline to have in our lives today. Mm. And something that we've learned, just to be finishing, mm -hmm. we're finishing now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is that... Money is not the answer. No. Money is not the answer. And maybe you can tell the story that you were listening about. These guys that they had a lot of money. Remember, they had a lot of money. And mm -hmm. then when they got everything, they find out that that wasn't the answer. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. And I love listening to podcasts with really successful people. CEOs, um, celebrities, well-known people. And there's a... The, Especially in the UK, we have someone called, uh, there's someone called James English who does the podcast. I suggest listening to his podcast. But what he talks about is, is he runs them through this story. So he starts off and say, we always go back to the start with our guests. And he runs them through from the very start. And so it's, it's that journey. It's the come up. It's the come up process that they all go on and they come up to the top. And what, what they all share, not all of them, but like a good kind of 80, 90% of them you'll hear, if you're looking for recurring themes, is that's that theme of thinking that the top was this and then actually getting there and realising that it wasn't all that. That actually it's the process that we're on mm -hmm. that that is the enjoyable part, is the bit that got them. They were so focused on the top, but actually, you know, it's like um, Tyson... Uh, Tyson Fury, the boxer who won, who like trained and trained and trained to overcome and, and overcame mental health to become the heavyweight boxing champion of the of the world. And when he got there, he's got this anticlimax feeling, like he, he's there, 
what now he thought that this would give him that supreme happiness mm -hmm. and it doesn't and it did and it didn't and the bible says that a wise man learns from the mistake of others and a foolish man makes the mistakes himself and i think when i look when i listen to podcasts like that i don't need to be in their shoes or get to their place to realize exactly the same mm. i can listen to other things podcasts uh, you know, and listen to people's advice. They don't need to be Christian to, to give me that type of advice mm -hmm. whatsoever. But mm -hmm. that was really an, an interesting point. Like, you know, people are, are on the come up, they're on the way up, and they realise actually they might have got the best cars, realised it didn't make them happy, went back to just getting a, a, a nice second-hand car mm -hmm. that they could pay off directly. But we get caught in, don't learn yourself <laughs> learn from the mistakes of others that have been there that have done it that have tried it before yes and don't let money control us mm. i feel like when Stuart, when we feel that we're getting a bit stressed yeah. with something yeah with money or yeah. something yeah we're like like no we're just gonna it enjoy does. this mm. time mm. because this is the journey what counts not yeah. like yeah 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 absolutely like we're looking at you know, we look around in our in our house that we're living in now. We're not always going to live here, but yes. we're enjoying this process. And that's what Nanny brings for me is like that process of I can be so I can get so caught up on it. And the reason I'm quite passionate about the the money side now is because I care a lot about it. Like I care a lot about doing right with it. I used to think oh, I've got to be so worried about it, get it get it all, get it all, and and hold on to it and and do what I can. Nanny makes me realise that oh, there's also today to enjoy about joy mm -hmm. as well. So, so I think it's a good balance and it works. And we still go through, you know, especially towards the end of the month, I can be like, ah, oh, but we don't have money for doing this. I'm so tight on on even on on the timings, on making sure that money goes into certain places. Certain <laughs> I have to, you know, slap myself sometimes and be like, no, this is enjoyable. We love it, mm -hmm. and it's a great process to be on. I'd much rather be on the process than really 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 rich and not have the process to go on because it had been done for you mm -hmm. what do you think yeah. i would like both you like <laughs> no. yeah, yeah me too i enjoy it no it's a good yeah. process good process well should we leave it there yes it's been so nice to be able to gather i've really enjoyed this podcast it's been great um if you're watching live if you could hit the thumbs up now um just to kind of let people know let it get out there that would be absolutely fantastic we've had a really great time being able to talk about money and managing money and if this has helped you let us know like we're really encouraged to get messages from people occasionally that have been encouraged by something or taken something away um, i'm going to put the name of um dave ramsey in here um so you can see that um there that is um and and he basically is a christian and he's a big big into financial advice um, he has a podcast and books, so you can listen to podcasts. He's very straight to the point, you know, he'll put it as it is. And I think for some of us, especially me, I needed that and that really mm -hmm. helped me. So I hope that those that are listening get help out of that um, as well. And yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's it really. Um, that's it. If you want to join us in the podcast, you can send us a message. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm. I see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, it's been lovely. Thank you so much for, for joining us today. And if you are listening on YouTube, subscribe as well. That would be great. Bless you guys. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>